Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part five in our conversation. We hope you enjoy. So number two, sexual violence. And obviously, like when we're talking about sexual violence, demanding, I mean, again, the word control is going is to be throughout these, but demanding sex, rape, um, p- certain types of pornography, the, all of these are all forms of violence, right? And, and again, it's exercising control over the other for you, for one's own sexual gratification. Yeah. Well, and like, I think anybody who's like, when we hear about, when we hear about those things, like if we actually think about it, like demanding sex of someone, rape and porn, they're all attempts at control. It's not about, it's not really about sex anymore. That's just the outlet that we're choosing to try to get some sort of control. But it's just very, it's so much, it's very personal because of how important sex is. And again, it's, it is about a man trying to control and porn is like, porn is so dangerous because you can control it. Like you have control over something on a screen. You can, people can look for exactly what it is that they feel like they can control or that they're missing. It's a, it is a, if you're struggling with porn, it is a window into the thing you're deeply wanting and it's not sex. Well, and that's why, you know, when you listen to, and I'm not saying go out and do this, but I mean, I, I have listened to these interviews from these ex-porn stars because, because I want to learn about like, you know, cause, cause the lie that a lot of people tell themselves is that, oh, well, I'm not doing anyone any harm mm. um, yeah. to, to just kind of divert on the porn thing. But I've never, I, I've, I've rarely, if ever heard of a lot of the folks in that industry saying that it was a good experience. Most of the people in that industry were abused oftentimes by a father figure or their own dad. And so they're continuing that behavior later on in life. And to some, I know that might sound crass and, but, but the reality is, is not many people have a good experience. Um, and, and on top of that, I think what it does to the, the viewer. So I was talking about the person in the pornography because a lot of the porn that you're, you know, unfortunately, a lot of these sites aren't monitored. So it's like, you could be watching someone being raped and just not know it or somebody underage and not know it. But what it does to the viewer's brain is it rewires your expectations for sex and control to where it, it does become about control and it does become about um, dominating and it does become about power when sex was initially intended to be about connection and relationship. enjoying one another and what pornography does to the brain is it literally we rewires the brain to where you have un unrealistic expectations for what that's supposed to be and unhealthy expectations because again sex isn't all about you right it's meant to be about the giving and receiving of love 
and sex devoid of love is um, often it just it doesn't end in, in great places. It it often ends in what we're talking about. It often ends in violence, and that's why, very sadly, all the stats show that pornography has grown more and more and more violent um, over over the years and, and incestuous. And I know we're talking about deep stuff here and this might be uncomfortable for some, but, it, but it's real. And I think we, we have to talk about it and sexual violence is something that I would, I hate, I mean, I, I don't like that. I believe this is true, but I believe happens way more than we would ever realize and think. And because there's so much shame associated with it, um, people just don't talk about it. Yeah. And I think, but before we move to the next one, I think what we need to do is, as because we're you and I are men talking most likely to a group of giant, a, a giant group of men. And you're, if you're hearing this, this is pretty intense. It's like, so what do I do? It's like, well, I just don't talk about it. I'm going to avoid it with all costs. I think that's a mistake, but right. when the urge and desire to use porn or to seek it out, that is a red flag that God is giving you to say, you're wanting control that only I as God can give you. It is something that is good. You're wanting something that is good, which is control over what you can control, which is yourself. That's it. Don't try to use it somewhere else. So that desire is not bad. That leads you to porn is not bad. It is a gift to get you closer to God. So every single time that urge comes up or that feeling comes up, that is an invitation from God to depend on him for the control that you really do want. It's an invitation from God, not to use porn, but to depend on Christ and the control that you do have over yourself. It's an invitation. Yeah. Because again, the goal is we want, we want to be healthy relationally. Um, we're not just trying to throw out these like arbitrary rules or rituals out here to anybody. It's just, but I love Jay Stringer's book unwanted. And I would recommend it to anyone who's, who wants to delve deeper into this topic. But you know, the thesis of his book is essentially when we engage in unwanted sexual behavior, we end up feeling unwanted. Yeah. It's a cycle. Um, Yeah. When we engage in unwanted sexual behavior, we end up feeling unwanted and the shame that is produced by feeling unwanted continue. Like you said, it's a cycle. It's a sick cycle. We then perpetuate that unwanted behavior again. We end up feeling unwanted. We feel ashamed. We end up engaging in that unwanted sexual behavior again. We get stuck in these cycles of unhealth. And, and, and again, the goal is, is to try to get out of it, to dream of a different, better way. Because sex is a gift from God, but only within a certain context. Like most good things, they can be misused. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this is the last thing, maybe the last thing I'll say about it. And if your response in here is like, well, there's unwanted sexual behavior. So I'm going to help identify everybody, the unwanted sexual behavior and everybody else. No, you need to identify the unwanted sexual behavior in your life that you have control of. Don't try to control other people. You need to have self-control. It's one of the fruits of the spirit. Self-control. Yes. 
if you if you start harping on it's like well that person that person's doing this that person's doing that i can't believe they did that we should have rules about this we should we should hate those people who act that way or demonize or look down on them like no you're missing the whole point bud that sounds like violence to me. <laughs> it does. It really is. It's a, it's, it is a natural response. We start getting violent with the rules, which mm-hmm. we'll get to that spiritual violence, psychological violence. Thanks for listening to this episode of the relational recovery podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with part six in our conversation. We'll see you then.